What's going on, everybody? We are coming to you live from Take a Chance Records in Farmington Hills, Michigan, and I want to wish everybody that's taking the time out of their Christmas day yes, to watch this podcast. Merry Christmas to all, and I hope you all have a fantastic new year. How you feeling today, Nate? I'm good. How was your weekend? Uh, good so far. You know, went out with some friends, came out to Take a Chance, made some hits. Yes, sir. You know the deal. Well, today we have a very special guest. Yes, sir. A good friend of mine. Mr. Uh, Hue Cusco. Some of you may know him as PJ Fuentes. Some of y'all may know him as PJ. Yurt. PJ, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. Good friend of mine, Nate. Good friend of mine, Siren. Good guys. Good Appreciate guys. that, Gary. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. So the first thing I want to get into is changing names. You went from PJ Fuentes to Hue Cusco. What's the whole backstory reasoning behind that? I feel like that was probably one of the smarter things I've done in recent years. I've changed my names a lot of times, though. Like, I've, this is probably, like, my sixth name because, you know. So, like, I changed from PJ Fuentes because, A, I'm not Mexican. I don't want to really disrespect that culture. I changed my name to PJ Fuentes because I wanted to be, like, a mob boss. And, like, the Meech thing was already kind of, like, already big. So, I didn't want to be stealing from Big Meech or none of, like, the other like niggas that's closer to me because I feel like like Eastside 80s or anything like that because I feel like that type of shit is like just obvious to cops so I feel like I, I wanted to like create my <laughs> own shit you know what I'm saying like yeah. I wanted to create like no, something yeah, yeah, yeah. different but like PJ Fuentes got kind of played out like I did that as like a middle school thing a high school thing I ran like so many projects through the mud with that name I needed a, a rebrand somebody like new a restart I mean? just a fresh start just yeah. something new bro so why who ate Cusco like what was like did you have any other names you were thinking about like yeah, going with or yeah. like I had a bunch of names my name I personally was calling myself Cusco like at the end of the PJ Fuentes era just because Cusco if you don't know is a character off of uh, Emperor's New School. What, a, a, what new a groove, movie. New Groove. Emperor's no, New Groove. No, this TV show. There's oh, a right. TV show, too. The movie, the movie is great, but I, like, found more personality in the TV show yeah. just because he's, like, really selfish on the TV show. I'm so but, like, happy deep that. down, he a good person. So, yeah. like, that's why I named myself Cusco. And then the Who Ate, it was just, like, I was trying to think of something, like, crazy. Like, what just the different. fuck? What could be innovative? Yeah. Like, that's my only thing in my whole career. Like, what can I do to be innovative? What's new? My name is a question, bro. Like, yeah. And nobody <laughs> else's name is that, yeah. bro. I'm so happy that that's where that name came from because yeah. I heard that name and I immediately thought of that. Oh, movie. that's what everybody thinks of. So, but that's I awesome. name myself after him for sure. Yeah. I hope they don't sue me for my name. Man. I always <laughs> you worry just about get an that. email from Disney trademark. I always worry about it every day in my life. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. All right, but uh, fresh off a new project, Worm World. Yes, what sir. a project, too. Yeah. Great, great album. Thank you, guys. Of course. Appreciate that. That yes, means sir. a lot to me. Yes, sir. Um, Big smiles. Run me through <laughs> how long did that take? You know, like the whole process going into it, like album mode, like just your whole mentality. Dropping this, it's your first project as a new name. You know, it's right. your rebrand. Right, you were very you go right. Into it. Yeah, you're very right about that. That was one of the most stressful things I think I've ever done in my entire music career because this album to me, Worm World, was a good listen. Like y'all said, like that was like my first album that I think was like. This guy is not missing right no, now. Like you, you this kill. guy is like going. Like I feel like that was my first project where it felt like he could have a career. So it was a lot of pressure because that's what I was trying to establish. I uh, I actually had no more excuses no more. I locked in with Chance, you know, Mr. TAC. We mm-hmm. got in there yeah. for a, yeah. a whole year. I don't know if y'all y'all know me a long time, man. I mm-hmm. think I'm one of them guys. So like if I step into the booth and I work a year on a project. It's got to be one of the ones. So it was pretty stressful, I'll say yeah. that. But it was a great time. Uh, we got we got 
it became a real project towards the end. Like, at first, I was just doing really good songs. You guys were in the studio for some Hell of them. Hell, yeah. So, like, at first, it was just really good songs, trying to see what stuck. And then, like, towards the end of the summer, I really locked in with Nate. I locked in with Chance. We kind of figured out where I was going to go with it. Yeah. And then we just ended it right there in uh, October. Now, it's an amazing project overall. And if y'all haven't checked that out, y'all need to. Link will be in the description for that. Thank you, thank you. Of course. Uh, but, yeah, overall, just an amazing project. And I agree with you, you being one of the guys. Yeah, I, I agree, I, thank yeah. You, thank you, thank you. You haven't been in this building yet. What do you think of the setup, the actual oh, yeah. booth? The booth's finally up and running. Like, what do you think of the, the whole thing? It came a long way, right? This is everything I can want from my guys. I'm not going to lie, man. I'm proud of everything this is. This is, this is all I ever want to see is my guys prosper. So I love the way the building looks. I like the setup for the podcast. The studio is where I'm going to spend most of my time at. We're about to make a lot of love in there. Pause. Huh? So <laughs> me and the boots, me and the beats on me. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what we're gonna do in here though. I know it's gonna be a, you know, a lot of opportunities that come out of here. Oh so, hell so. yeah! Back to Wormworld though. What are your like favorite songs off that? Like, a do lot you have of any story like recording stories from any of the songs? Like, I, so you got some features on here. I was in the studio for a few of the songs. Same here, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, just like. Run you through the whole thing. Rap Dreams. I want to hear something about that. Rap Dreams was solid. That was, I had a few ladies in the studio. I mm -hmm. had a few dogs in the studio. My mm -hmm. man's ex came through. You know, Chance always in there. Rap Dreams was something that I needed to get established. Like, I wanted people. It was a great intro. Yeah, great I, intro. that was what I wanted to establish. You made a statement with it. That was, yeah. that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. That's one of my favorite ones. I'll definitely say, I'll say that one. I know a lot of people like Magic Pussy. I'm going to be honest. My least favorite song on the entire wow. project. I know people love that song. My least favorite. That intro is like, so hard. Like, <laughs> it is. It's crazy. But it's just like, it was the first project. I mean, it was the first song we did for yeah. the whole thing. I did that song like, I wrote Magic Pussy in like August 2021. And oh, it didn't wow. come out until October 2022. So I heard it. I didn't it, know that. I, didn't I heard that. it like 450 times. I redid it like 10 times. And like, even if you think it's your best work, it you was, get sick of it. Bro, yeah. It's like listening to Lucid Dreams or some shit like <laughs> yeah. that. So it's like, but I would say my definite, my biggest favorite song I've ever done, definitely pretty much could guess it. Just a dream interlude. It was just, it was like introducing myself into vulnerability like i make a lot of like slower music and a lot of vulnerable music but that was like me being slow and vulnerable letting you in to who i was as Huey cusco and pj right now one thing i do want to say is that project's very versatile and thank I, you and i remember you calling me probably a few weeks ago and you were like nate i told you these melodic songs they're like they got the stars next to them <laughs> that's not the case right now though i'm not gonna lie people have been back to the rap songs but at that point in time we was all it was all the melodic songs it was all r&b all magic pussy all you know what i'm saying I'm yeah. feeling great feeling, you know yeah. what i'm saying like it was all just the the vibes they wasn't really fucking with the rap stuff right now it's all the grimy rap stuff that's what got the stars that's what the people have been telling mm -hmm. me about but do, and do you think it's weird that like not your personal favorite like your least favorite songs on the album are like other people's favorites do you think like that's a good thing because you're reaching different audiences with certain sounds or like you know what i mean i think that's, that's the question, i think that's the best part about being me is mm -hmm. like when i get feedback on my music it's always a different song yeah. I, throughout my entire career bro it's always a different song what people like so yeah. I think that's the best part about being versatile. I'm glad you gave me my props for being versatile on the album, man. Cause that's where I get. Yeah, I feel like I'm one of the most versatile guys alive, bro. So <laughs> like, I've, been, I've been watching you do it for you know the last few years. Like, same I'm here. not gonna say the first the first few years were a little it you took, know shaky. Yeah, it, it took, took time. A it's yeah. practice, right? It was there. It took a minute. 
for sure. But we got some we got some stuff up there. Now. I mean, my personal favorite song off the album is "Feeling These Days." Feeling these days, oh you was there God. for that. Yeah, that I was, was there for that. that. That was a fun you know studio what, session. Bro? I'm at 42 Doug right after that studio session, bro. That right song. after that's I just did how that you're song, feeling these I was days. like, bro, I'm about to be nigga for PF. Some like, of my <laughs> some of my favorite bars that I've ever heard come out of like not just down river but just like in the last year yeah. out of anyone's music we're off that song i appreciate that yeah that, I, that song's a i banger. love that song i would say some of my favorite ones came off of rap dreams that was kind of a crazy bar i, I really like that song feeling these days is there though like that's i feel like feeling these days is like a um like a trap like lyrical trap banger yeah, yeah, in yeah. a way and that's sort of what i wanted to establish on that record nah, i get you because that's a new song yeah yeah, yeah. it's a great song who else with Mason Gray? You've been working with her for a while Ooh. since middle school. I want to yeah, say you've been working her with her with her yeah. for a while. So like, how'd that song come about? Because she just got back into the music. You know what I mean? Like and she wasn't she's recording for a while, different. but she's she's talented. Listen, I'm gonna oh stop blessing about Mason Gray on this podcast. But listen, man, that woman is a dog for Fact. real. Like Big Mace is one of the yeah. ones. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I'm gonna stop with the you know. Yeah. But. That song came about, she's been a good friend of mine for like, what, a good at least 10 years, about as long as I've been cool with my man Nate, for real. I'm going to say, as long lot. as I can remember, she's been making yeah, music. Yeah, she been and cool. you guys collabed a long time yeah, ago. I've been cool with Mason since I've been cool with Nate. And we uh we worked on something when I was like 13, 14. We did a like, little YouTube video. Yeah. She's tough. She's been tough since then. I always am going to support her career. I'm always tell her to keep going. She's great. Mason Gray, keep doing what you're doing. But that song was, it was a vibe. I had a couple people in the studio. We did Rap Dreams. We did Trauma Dump that night. Um, it was it was fun. She knocked it out in like 10 minutes. And She's then insane. I took wow. like 40 minutes to do my verse. <laughs> that was like her first song back in the studio in like years. Like just she, she just got in right there and knocked, killed out it. Great, yeah. killed it. knocked out a great verse. Another uh, record I want to talk about on Warm World. Cause that's my word. That's probably that's my word. top three of my outro, favorites. Right? Yeah, it's the outro. That's probably one of my top three favorites on that album. It might even be top five, like my favorite song you ever made. Why? Why that song? What does that song mean? I don't know. Just the ending, the way you like just go out. You said, uh, "By next summer, I'm gonna give me a bird." I put that on my. That's my word. Yeah, Yeah, no, that that was hard. Yeah, my man Michigan Mike said that. That was my. uh, That was my pop's best friend. If you hear the skit right before that, is that why it's called MM? Oh yeah, yeah. Michigan Mike. That was his rap name. He came home from prison like. Right before I moved to Flat Rock, like we moved to Flat Rock when he came home from prison because oh, wow. he got shot like in that same year. They tried to shoot him. He was with my dad all the time, so mm-hmm. we had to get the fuck on. But we uh we moved to Flat Rock after that, so that meant a lot to me because that was just like the last like little bit of the time I had with him. And I heard like I put that at the end for the album just to show a statement of, like where I came from, who I was. You know, as PJ yeah. before I was Hue Cusco, just to let people know. And know? people love that. I Yeah, I like to be authentic with yeah. people, you know? People always You were telling me stuff. about that. Uh, you said it was on YouTube. Yeah, you were telling me about that for a while. Like, probably, like, when you first started making the album. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. You, you couldn't find it, or you were just hiding it and no, wouldn't no. show me. It, it was a <laughs> long, remember, it's, it came from a long clip, bro. It was like a 55-minute clip. I had to, like, shorten it down in 50 seconds. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that yeah. took a lot of effort. That's why I wasn't showing people. But, no, it meant a lot to me to put that on there. I love to put, like, people that I'm close with into my music. Yeah. It, it means a lot. It yeah. means everything to me. Yeah. Touching on uh, Camp Currency, fresh off Camp Currency. Oh, how, hell How yeah. is that for you? Are we really fresh off Camp Currency? It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah. But but no, listen, I'll tell you this. I love Camp Currency, and I love what Colson and Devin did with it. Mm -hmm. Also, Chance with TAC, what they did with it. 
I'm going to say, like, those guys, I'm going to just cut Camp Currency, okay? Like, just give props and flowers to those guys. Those like, three guys. Them dudes are really doing it. They're really doing some innovative for, for the, the culture. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I like what they're doing. They're trying to put on a lot of artists. Yeah. They're doing it again next year. I'd love to be a part of it. I know mm-hmm. a bunch of guys are. That's all I want to do. Give shout-outs to Colton. Give shout-outs to yeah. Devin. Them dudes are really putting work in. Shout-out. Currency clothing. Yeah, 100%. Shout out Currency clothing. I had a great time, though, just to answer the question. It was like one of the wildest nights ever. Yeah, really? So I, don't know. I just, I don't want to, you know what I mean? But that was just shout outs to them guys before. Yeah. I don't even want to get Camp into Camp Currency that. was a great time. You have any, uh, like, upcoming projects, singles, features coming out? Like, what's, what's your, uh, schedule looking like my schedule is looking big for 23 bro i'm Let's not go. gonna lie you know my man's chances dropped you know what we're doing 23 going we're on going a run fucking run boy <laughs> we're going plat 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 not gold <laughs> we don't wear slugs but no i got um i got a i think i want to drop a song like around the time this podcast dropped Christmas Day. This Christmas is the Christmas drug. special. Oh, oh wait, you already took it off. Merry Christmas, beautiful people. But no, nah, I think I might drop a song around this time. We're definitely going into the new year with Wizards Michael Jordan. That's going to be a fan favorite. I know that's going to be like a top three song in my catalog. So we're going to start off the year with that. We're going to um, just do a lot with that song. And then I wanted to do like a love album going into February, but I'm not sure about that. I'm not feeling the love right now. It's not a Merry Christmas. So we're probably going to get back into Why this you trap that? shit. Probably going to get back into this trap, this <laughs> hip-hop shit, man. Why you say Maybe it's... some dance, some, you know, house music. Some vibes. We might get some vibes yeah. for the vibes, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Some like, honestly never mind. Some, nah, <laughs> some honestly give me some coochie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's funny. Are you gonna you plan on doing like the Wizards Michael Jordan? We talked about doing that in front of the blue wall. Yes, sir. Um, would you consider that a music video? Nah. In front of the blue wall? Nah, it's just like a live performance. It's just a live day. performance. It's for just sure. like a genius. Stay tuned for that because that will be coming out soon. It's about yeah. to be crazy. I hope you tune in for that. Oh I'll hell be yeah! Tune in for this. I'll be tuning in for everything. We're going on a run. Hell yeah! TAC. Uh, growing up, you know, you lived in a lot of different cities. You mentioned this in your music a lot. I mean, just knowing you on a personal level for the last, what, I don't know, 10, 9 years, whatever. Damn, been a long we, time. We've been on a run. We've been on a run. <laughs> but, uh, no, like, growing up in multiple different cities, I remember when you did Years of Tears, you were explaining, like, the whole backstory of that, how you lived in, like, 17 different, like, cities or houses. Yeah. Oh, I don't, wow. I don't know, like, yeah, the whole yeah, extent to it, but it's a good number I don't know the houses. whole extent to it, but I just want you to run me through, like, each, you know, like, what you learned or, like, where, where you were at. When you were there, like right. I could give you that. I say my favorite places. I've been a lot of places. Most mostly Metro Detroit. I lived in Indiana for a little bit. Oh wow! I, I could, didn't know that. Yeah, I could tell you. I liked Inkster the most, Flat Rock the most, because those are the most that impacted me. You know what I'm saying? Like homies and shit like that. No, just like lifestyles. Yeah. Oh, like yeah, yeah, who yeah. I am today is yeah. from Inkster and from Flat Rock. So oh, I, I, I rep those cities the hardest. But I stayed. Pretty much everywhere. I stayed on the west of Detroit. I stayed in Dearborn, Dearborn Heights, Taylor, Wayne, Westland. I stayed everywhere, Woodhaven, Highland Park, just everywhere in the metro Detroit area. It's been a lot of learning experiences. I've met a lot of crazy people, a lot of lame people, a lot of soft people, a lot of nice, great people, too, though. I feel like all of those impact who I am. Though. Yeah. So I, I I wouldn't take anything away from it. It's been a wild experience living in all those places. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie because I always got to 
meet new people, learn new people, learn new police, like learn, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like learn the streets wherever I'm at. Know the area. Yeah, it's yeah. just been, it's been kind of weird. I wanted to slow down more on that later in life, but I still feel like it makes me who I am. And also, I'm also like really, it's really hard for me to stay put and like keep one thing and like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I kind of always have to change it up. So it's not been too bad, but I'm trying to slow down a little bit. Like the name changes. Yeah, yeah, I do. You know, seventh name change. Yeah. So it get like that. No, I gotta I switch you. it up. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. this is my like thirtieth phone number in like ten years. Oh so, wow. <laughs> yeah, I be changing it up all the time yeah. on the folks. You know me, man. Yeah. When did you start music? Like, what were your inspirations? Like, how old were you? Just run me through when music came into your life and like when you really saw potential in yourself and like when you. You know, just want to take it seriously. That's a good question. I got to give you props for that question. Um, legend says I came out the womb moonwalking, doing hee hee shimmying. That's what legend says. Legend says I was Michael Big Jackson. Mike fan. Shout out Mike Jackson. Legend says I was Michael Jackson West when I was born. Oh. You know what I'm saying? But nah, I, I think I really started rapping for real, like actually thinking I was gonna be that guy when I was like. Seven, like eight. Oh, really? damn. Yeah, really? yeah. Like, I was trash, but, like, I really thought I was going to be that guy. Because, like I said, I grew up in Inkster, Michigan. I'm from the I'm from the Lamont Gardens out there. Um, my pops, my uncle Pong, my uncle JJ, they all had, like, you know, a little hip-hop scene going on at that point in time. A lot of people were tuning into what they had going on. So your whole family is just, like, super creative a with music? A lot of people and, like, just... Everybody's just pretty everyone creative. you were around. Just everybody's pretty creative. And I remember and you shout them out on one of your songs on Worm World. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I I do it all the time because yeah. they're pretty. Everybody's really creative and smart in my family in my life period. Like everybody I associate myself with, including the dudes at this table and not at this table. Yeah, just pretty smart people. So, growing up, I had like my pops. He was pretty creative. I had my uncle. He was pretty creative. He's an engineer. He makes beats. He raps. My pops raps. Uh, I got my uncle JJ. He was a rapper. He was the one who really locked in with me because he was around like 22 and I was around like eight. My pops was like, you know what I'm saying, like oh, 27, yeah, yeah, 28. Yeah. Like so, he was doing like grown man shit. But my my uncle JJ was like on some me shit. So he was rapping with me. He was trying to get me out of like being shy. And then like I want to say around like 11, 12, I was just not shy no more, bro. Like yeah. when I got to 11, 12, I was. On the stage, bro, I was on YouTube every week dropping a new freestyle. I would wake up and drop freestyles, boy, at 6 a.m. I wasn't rap I wasn't writing it. I'm just turning on a beat, yeah. rapping it on my webcam that my mom bought me. <laughs> terrible quality. <laughs> terrible, the worst. I'm putting it up there under my government name. It's a my government name webcam. <laughs> boy, I'm rapping at 6 a.m. I'm 11. So yeah. I'm going to say I've been rapping for a long time, pretty much my whole life. Yeah. So family just played a huge part, yeah. huge inspiration, big motivation. Inspiration-wise, like musically, will probably be everybody, though, bro. I'm the biggest music nerd yeah, you probably yeah, ever going to yeah. meet in your life, bro. I didn't hurt everybody you didn't ever heard, your granny didn't ever heard, your mama didn't ever heard. I'm inspired by life, by music, by art, by bitches, <laughs> sports, money, yeah. money, money. <laughs> clothes, yeah. Starbucks, you know what it is. Gatorade. Man. Kush, you yeah, know what it is, man. But yeah, I'm inspired by a lot of stuff, bro. I would say mainly my biggest inspirations probably be Mac Miller, Drake, Childish Gambino, Tyler Creator. Them some creative people. Yeah, yeah. they played a big part in my career. XXX Tentacion, R.I.P. X you know and Mac. Them the guys, just creative people, people you can't recreate. Mm -hmm. Them the type of 
people that inspire me yeah. to answer the question in the long haul. I respect yeah. that. No, yeah, me too. Uh, coming to Flat Rock, when was that? How old were you? Why did you come to Flat Rock? You know, like, this is when we first met. I think we met, like, right away, really, when you when you got to Flat Rock. So, like, what's the backstory behind coming to Flat Rock? Flat Rock there? was a wild story. I came to Flat Rock straight out the hood. Like, when I came to Flat Rock, I was bad as fuck. Like, the worst person you could possibly be. What was what was the line you said? Uh, led the same... Or led the year in detention. Oh, yeah, and yeah, looked my yeah, night yeah. school and had, like, the most suspensions. Or yeah, I was leading the school in suspensions, bro. I was going to school in Wayne Westland. I was living in Inkster, but they wouldn't let me go to school in Inkster because that was the hood. And I was already acting wild in Wayne Westland. They were like, we're not going to push you into school with all your friends from the hood. Yeah. So you could. But I used to fight, like, every week in Wayne Westland. They used to kick me out every week. It used to get fun to the principals, bro. Like, they used to be kind of looking forward to me they coming just, in there. They just knew what was going to happen. Yeah, like, <laughs> they was looking forward to me coming in there saying some bullshit, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, but anyways, yeah, I was there. And then, um, like I got into earlier, my Uncle Mike got shot, my dad's best friend, they shot him in the head. So it was like, after that, it was kind of eerie. Like, we was like, bro, we don't really need to be in the hood no more, for yeah. real. You know what I'm saying? And kinda my mom, back. my yeah. mama was working in Brownstown at the time, mm -hmm. so she had, uh... Had ties to... Yeah, she this, just, like, kind of was in the area yeah. a little bit, just looking like, well, this is a nicer area. You know, Brownstown and Inkster, like, not comparable, for Two real. completely different. Like, yeah. not comparable yeah. at all. So she was like, well, let me look around. And then we got to Fly Rock. I remember my first day here, bro, I just start yelling at old people and shit. Like, I ain't even trying to be on some, I'm a hard hit. Like, like no, bro, I was just mad. Like, yeah. I did not want to be out <laughs> in this bitch, bro. Like, this was just a completely different lifestyle for me. But I'm glad I came. It changed my life. It made me smarter. I don't really talk to a lot of the guys from there no more. But the people I do associate with, they a big part of who I am. Yeah. Flat Rock Middle School. I remember you... All the time. You already know. That was before they got <laughs> into the, the lunch table. challenges. You already know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? That was before they got into the... Mm. We was at the lunch table with the pins and the pads. We was doing all type of stuff there. But it was... I don't know. That's when people was listening to Rap God, Eminem. They wanted me to start doing stuff like that. They, but I feel like people at that point already knew I was onto something big, man. Because I was already doing that shit in like the sixth grade. Mm -hmm. Like, you met me. I'm like, bro, I'm a rapper, bro. Yeah. Like, you can't rap. I'm like... Bro, get to doing that <laughs> shit. When do you think people really started like take notice that you were like really wanted to like take this seriously? Take notice. Like I'm saying like at Flat Rock, like in middle Just school. Just in general, I would say people took notice twenty whenever cruising came out is when people yeah. took notice. <laughs> yeah. Like I was doing a little bit of stuff before that and people knew I was tough, but like when everybody was like, All right, we should back this guy and like we should like he's Support somebody him. we should trust. With our ears is probably when cruising came out, just because that was a you know a hit at the. That time. was a good time. That was that was, was a, you know that was a fun time in life. Forgot to shout out the guys. Can you uh, give a little backstory of that record? That record, yeah, all right. Not? One of the worst records of my career. <laughs> shout out all my friends on that song. I love them guys near and dear to this day. Shout out Marcus, just graduated. Graduated, my boy. Shout out Doing Jimmy. Shout out Jimmy, just graduated. Shout out my boy Juan, one of the best artists I ever heard in my life. But cruising fucking sucks, bro. One of the worst <laughs> career decisions I've ever made. That was during that SoundCloud era, Listen, though. Listen, so SoundCloud like, it, in general you know. was great, but, like, bro, that was just not an era for me. Like, was people that? love my SoundCloud era, but that was, like, the dumbest music ever. Like, Quality wasn't there. Bro, th just in general, just the dumbest shit I could ever think of. Like, people still talk to me about songs from that era. They're like, cruising. Like, bro, no. I miss but, the old PJ. But cruising is a good... <laughs> listen, th that song came about because it was me and Jimmy. We were just chilling. 
And uh, so I'm my boy Jimmy again. We was just chilling. We was on some. He always encouraged me to rap, you know, since like eighth grade. He always went, rap, bro. I'm going to turn on a beat. We're going to rap, bro. He not even rapping. He just want to hear me rap, bro. He just think I'm sweet. Yeah. So um, we was rapping. And then um, I, it was a long ass, little yachty ass beat. We was like, we're going to need some more people on this, bro. Like, it's not just going to be me rapping. So we, we hit up Juan. We, we actually pulled up to Juan's house, and he came outside and rapped that shit for us. He was like, this song's a hit, bro. Like, yeah. I, um, we hit up Marcus. Marcus said he wanted to be a rapper for a day. He said he wanted to hand in a scholarship for a second to go <laughs> rap. Said, I want to be a, you know? But we had Marvin on a song, Martavius. Martavius X. We had Martavius on the record. He came in. I wrote the chorus for him. He had his, he, you know, he had his verse at the beginning. It was a strong little verse. You showed me the song yeah. actually in one of the classes. I think we had Bro, like an economics class. Or I something showed together. my whole school. You that showed song. everyone that before, before you even it even recorded it, bro. He <laughs> was like, "Bro, this shit is a hit." And bro. then it we dropped. And it, it just it went crazy. Bro, went that crazy. was that's my biggest song to date. Unfortunately, bro, I still got women talking about that eight years later. I'm like, bro, please go play. Bro. Just a dream. I was just singing to I you. I can relate. Like, come <laughs> on, man. Yeah, I can relate to Good that. Good questions. Though. So when did uh like Chance? Oh yeah, come into the picture because like like you, like you said when did you Chance came to, to you came to Flat Rock Middle School. You said like what 12, 13 Chance years old. Always been in the picture. Do you remember like, you like remember meeting him? Though, yeah. Like I, meeting him, bro. I know Chance since I, since Chance was four two, bro. Before Douglas came back, <laughs> before home. music was <laughs> even in the picture for him. Listen, Chance was a straight baseball kid when I met him. Yeah. Well, we gonna quit calling him by his government. Two six was a straight baseball Let's killer. Take a chance, bro. He was he was still a <laughs> yeah. shredder when I met him, bro. Yeah. But we uh we started doing music together. I want to say around like. Like 2016, 2015, I came. He was doing the So Gone Challenge. Oh, I came we touched in. on that on the first day. I seen, I seen. We he did. was doing that. A lot of people was like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with him, bro? <laughs> like, what's wrong with this guy? And then he was like, bro, I'm recording a song. I think he told us in his group chat. And I'm always, like, if you tell me you're recording a song, bro, everybody that do music, that's one of my friends. If you tell me you got a song, I want to hear it. Yeah. I want to be on it. Yeah. Every time. I don't care when it is. It's, <laughs> it's my song now. So Chance was recording his first song. It was called Lifestyle. And then he, he was like, Lifestyle. And it was like a weird ass, like, it wasn't even a tight beat. It was like a hip hop, emotional, like, hard, tight beat, huh. like, some shit like that. And, uh... I just went in there and I freestyled on his song and then the shit just went from there for real. I ain't mm -hmm. gonna lie, Chance started doing his own thing. He started mixing some of my upcoming projects. He mixed like shit, basically all my work besides one for real. But I've been working with Chance since I was a little guy. And we saw G Easy together before we even started <laughs> working together. That's a super throwback, yeah. bro. G Easy ain't even an era no more. That was like summer sixteen, probably. I remember that. Like yeah. summer, like, that was that like, was like winter, summer fourteen. That was like winter fifteen. Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> like, a while ago. I've been that's my dog, you know what I'm saying? I've been with him since G Easy was popping, so Oh yeah, that'll show you too how long it's been for real. Yeah. The sad tapes. The I wanna touch tapes. on that. Chance too. did the sad tapes. Yeah, he yeah. Did. Oh, did he? Chance yeah, cool. did the second one, the second one. The first one... Yeah, run me through everything for both of them. What, like, what was your, like, uh, mentality? Like, what were you going through, you know? Just, like, why did you, like, pick that style, that name for the album? Like, you know, just... Wow. I want to get the whole, that's a the good, whole thing. That's a good rundown I could give you. The side tape is a big part of who PJ Fuentes yes, was, which is that's a big part of who Huey Cusco is. But the side tapes... The first one I ever did, I recorded the whole thing off of my phone in one night, 23 songs. Put Holy it all out on SoundCloud fuck. at 5.56 in the morning. 
Oh, you remember? I was it. in the 10th grade. <laughs> I told these niggas my album coming out on February 14th, Valentine's Day. They yeah. was like, all right. I told everybody for like months. I'm like, sad tape, Valentine's Day, sad tape. You're heartbroken. This is for you. Day. Yeah. Sad th- I was playing though. <laughs> like, I was bullshit. <laughs> but like, it was like a week before Valentine's Day. Niggas like, you dropping? I'm like, shit, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So it's February 13th, nigga. I just then started writing all the Locked sad in. songs I had. Just recorded them on my little fucking. I ain't even had an iPhone. Then I had an Android. I recorded it all on the SoundCloud app. I had somebody else's phone in my house. I think it might have been my sister. Mm-hmm. I had her phone like play the beats right next to the fucking song. Oh damn! And then like I was just recording like right here. Like I had a microphone. Like I had my my phone right here, her phone right here, and I'm like rapping 23 songs in a row. Everybody else, no punches shit. either. That Bro, is. no, I'm doing every Holy song just fuck. straight up, just like one take by memory. Damn. Just, I, I can't even look at the notes oh, I'm yeah. recording. Oh, I just fuck. doing this shit off take. That was the worst mixtape I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you think you think ever. if you had the quality like you know uh software whatever you want to call it that you're using right now you think the that, first set i'm just saying any of your old uh, music you think if you like you know yes yes yeah, yes yeah. i think if i would have had the equipment you have i think now, if chance was chance now like if chance was who he is now not in like so far 20, gone chance if chance was who he is now in like 2017 i would be like travis scott right now like oh if, wow if if Chance was who he was in 2017, my boy Juan Donovan would be like Chris Breezy right now. Like, yeah. that's it. Like, <laughs> Juan's in the back, like, yeah, like, he's probably right. right. Like, we was, like, at that point, we didn't have no bills, bro. We was just smoking weed with the boys. We was just Doing making music, music yeah. having dreams, bro. Like, at that point, we had all the time in the world to be creative. No worries so, in the world. No Hell worries. No. We, nigga, I ain't even do homework, no years of school. So, Facts. like, all I did was music my whole childhood, bro. So if you told me Chance was who he is now at that point, bro, I would have I would have been Bryson Tiller by now, no faking. That's what I could tell you about that. But not with the yeah. side tape though. The side tape was fucking terrible. <laughs> the side tape too though, that was all right. Like yeah, that was yeah. like that's like a four out of ten. The side tape was like a zero. Side tape two is like a four out of ten. I gotta stop writing tapes about chicks, bro. <laughs> it goes hard though. It's yeah. like it's a good it's some vibe, real life bro. shit. It's yeah. a good vibe, bro. But it's just like, damn, bro. Like, yeah, it's a timestamp in life. Like when you start talking about the side tapes, bro, I've started thinking like I'm writing 23 songs about two chicks. Like, yeah, nigga, 11 and a half a piece. Like. <laughs> so at this point, you don't have anything dropped on you know all platforms, Apple, Spotify. You don't have like at this point, you have nothing on. Like, what do you mean I have? Uh, nothing? No, I'm talking. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like the side tape. <laughs> oh, at this point, like in your life. Yeah. At this point in your life, bro. And when I'm dropping the side tape, niggas don't even. Apple Music wasn't even a thing yeah. when I dropped the side tape, bro. <laughs> like I'm old, bro. <laughs> 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 Like, Spotify was a thing, but niggas wasn't... We was kind of, like, in the title a little bit, but title was faking it a little bit. Pandora. Yeah, that's what niggas was on. radio. Yeah, type (laughs) shit. Type shit. So, your first project that was actually distributed on Apple and Spotify was the Breakup Survival Guide, correct? The Sad Tape 3, yeah. Pretty much, the Sad (laughs) Tape 3. (laughs) Pretty much. But that was, like, your first one that, like, actually hit all platforms? Uh... Yeah, project wise, yeah. I had Speechless out before that. And, yeah, yeah. But but before yeah. And Monster, I yeah, think. Monster yeah, Monster was cool. But yeah. That was my Breakup Survival God was my first album. No longer on there because like you said, you did the rebrand. Yeah. To Who Ate Cusco. Yeah, that's but definitely why it's not on I wanna there. know, you know, that <laughs> <laughs> You said what? So that's definitely why it's not out there. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm picking up but, but hey, the breakup survival guide. 
Yeah. Ted's declassified. Yes, Ted. Where did the name Ted come from? First of all, I've I've always wanted to ask you that. I never. That's a good question. Actually, I've never I like I've that never question. asked that. So listen, I, everything in my life is inspired by like movies and like TV shows yeah. and like music and it's crazy and like criminals. But it's like crazy because all right. <laughs> and basketball analogies. Yeah. Sorry about that. But it's wild because I don't watch no TV or movies for real. Yeah. But I watched How I Met Your Mother like eleven times. Like I've seen that series a bunch of times. Yeah. That's your like, shit. I'm just a lover boy, bro. And I also just told you I don't watch TV, so I watch the same shows like over and over and over again. Like I've seen Malcolm in the Middle 23 times. <laughs> That's a great like, show. Throughout too. my life, I've, I know everything Malcolm and Reese are about yeah. to say. No figure. <laughs> but it, it, it's like 12 seasons. But nah, <laughs> I'm saying though. Um, Ted, that's like the main character on How I Met Your Mother, and like he like a hopeless romantic, like mm-hmm. he was like begging for love. Like Great for show, six too. seasons, nine seasons. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, like bro, you gotta chill out, bro. Like you ain't gonna ever find love. So like Ted Damn. really came from that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ted was like a real. That's you know sort of who I am under the Cusco armor. I'm Ted for real. So yeah. that's where that came from. So were you big on Ned's Declassified as a kid too? Oh, I'm big on every kid show you could ever think of. So, like, I was a that, bro. That's who I am. Um, Like Ted, and you thought of Nazi Declassified. Like, how did that just like... So Ted was who I was supposed to be. Like, I was going to... Before I was going to be Cusco, I was going to do something with Ted. But I was like, that's such a, like, lame-ass name. (laughs) (laughs) Just Ted? Like, you know, just something with Ted. But, like, it's hard to make Ted, like, sweet. Like, who ain't Cusco as a name? You know what I'm saying? I can't think of any artist as a name Ted, though. But I'm saying, though, like, what are you going to do with that? Like... No, yeah. Are you gonna listen like Ted? You're gonna listen to Ted? Like, be for real. That's like, a fair point. It's it's like you might for a couple songs, but like not for real. Like Ted, not that's gonna, a good point. Ted, not gonna hey, be your favorite artist. He's, Nothing he's not, with Ted is gonna not, be your favorite artist joking, unless you like, listen to country. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Hey. So listen. But no, I was uh, <laughs> the country. <laughs> you kind of got a point though. I'm not gonna but, lie. Nah, 100. I was uh, I fuck with Ned's classified though. But the reason I named it Ted's classified is because you know obviously Ted in there, but like. Yeah. If you listen to the album, bro, it's like a whole like breakup survival guy. It's like that. Yeah. Like it's like like to this day in the breakup right now, I could listen to that shit. It's that's my worst mixed album, by the way. Not my worst mix. I got no the sad tapes words. No, no, it's like <laughs> it's just not quality that I got right now. But yeah. it's just like I can still listen to it right now and I'll be like, damn, still I feel be satisfied. Better. No, yeah. I feel better. Like when I listen to it, like I'm like, this is good. But yeah, it came out like that because it was just like strategically, like throughout the whole track list, it's just like showing you when you first fall in love, showing you how you feel when you first like find out you really not feeling there. Like right when you go to like, damn, we might break up to, damn, we actually broke up to, damn, to the I'm a slut now. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, fucking all the bitches in Metro Detroit now. I said, damn, now I miss my bitch. I she the only girl who can make me come for real. And then we yeah. go to like, oh, we ended fuck. on like. We Damn, might like to, we might have we, to clip that one. We right? never <laughs> <laughs> that might be that might be a short, bro. It's the first TikTok. No, no, I'm not talking about cut. I'm saying we're gonna post it as there's a little short clip. It's the first TikTok <laughs> right there. <laughs> That's the first TikTok. No, no, <laughs> but nah. Then you get to the end of the album, and it's just like me being personal, you know, letting people know who I am. And then before we even get to the outro, which is Years of Tears, Nate's favorite song ever, but we get to solo, and solo is you finding out you don't ever, you never like that whole relationship wasn't even fucking worth it like yeah. and that's really what you find out at the end of the whole relationship so i feel like i gave you like going through the motions of the whole thing you learn a lot from that though the whole the whole breakup thing yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's definitely healing. it makes you who like, you are like everything happens for a reason definitely i believe definitely healing thing like when that. you're over it but like when you're going through it i feel like you just want to punch everybody in the face like no yeah. faking like back to years and years of tears great song 
classic. I wanted to touch on your breath control in one taken song. Says years of tears. Hell yeah, bro! That we shit's at, crazy. We were at what? Get fresh, right? Yeah. I did that we whole thing, you, bro. I watched you go in there and do that whole song in one take. Obviously, you went back and like perfected the parts that you wanted to yeah. do, right? You know, but I watched you one take that whole song. Spill out a Pure lot of emotion. emotion. That's what Pure I'm saying. Emotion. A lot of emotion came yeah. out of that song. Yeah. And I watched you Thanks. one take it. And we all just kind of, it was me, Juan, and then Chris was in there. And we all just looked up and we were just like, damn. Like yeah. You just one take that. Yeah. That's a, that's a long song, too. Yeah. It's not that long. It's like two minutes and 40 seconds. But it's like pure it's feelings, though. I think it's over three. It's just pure feelings, though. But it's just way. rapping straight up. Yeah. Like, just completely right, one shot. You got something to say? Yeah. I remember one time we were at a certain studio recording some shit and you just was like, hey, Siren, pull your phone out real quick. I'm about to just freestyle this shit. So I was like, all right. So I pull out my phone and just start freestyling. They're like, you that's just start freestyling while I'm filming. Thing, bro. bro, that video is a good, like, I remember the f- I did it once on Snap and it just stopped recording. You're like, bro, what happened? And I was, I was like, oh, I did it on Snap. And he was like, why? You should have done it on your camera. <laughs> you should have did it on so the camera. So then we, I did it, we did it again and he had fucking brand new fucking freestyle. Just gone. Four minutes. Freestyle. I was like, what no, the fuck is going no on? Like I said, your breath, breath control. control is, you know Where what? did you learn that? Like, I have how, no how did breath you? control. Bro, I'm fat, bro. I played football for Coach <laughs> Rim. I played football for Coach Buck, bro. Shout out to Coach Rim. Shout bro. out my man, Coach Buck. Great guy. Great guy. I don't Great know, guy. I don't know But no, nah, man, I got that breath control from that man, bro. I was fucking running, working. bro. I was <laughs> fucking working. running, bro. I was losing 40 pounds a season. <laughs> like, that's where the breath control. And then, you know, I'm a vet, dog. I've been rapping 20 years, man. Like, it's, it's, practice. it's crazy. It's crazy. But no, I really don't got good breath control. I, I appreciate y'all saying that, but Cap. I really just be in there like dying. I swear to God, on everything I love, bro. Just like, for the love of the trying. game. The thing I'm is though, my hardest. The thing is though, when you record a song, you go in there and you literally one take. The I whole one thing. take the entire the, song. You did that. For the folks at home who don't know that, I re- I do one take every song. You even even the songs I saw you record for Worm World, except for the singing songs. You, bro, you, even you go, those you were doing it though. You go back in and touch up what you got to touch up, but I can watch you go in there and do a one take, and you'll be like, like it's good enough to my ear where I'm like, you could drop this as it is. Yeah, but like yeah. obviously you want to go in and perfect the certain spots, and you know. I think they had to call me out for cap quick as fuck, bro. Listen, <laughs> that's why I like the podcast. Man. That's why I like it. It's real and it's authentic. Natural. I be one taking though. I ain't gonna lie, but it's because my voice so gross, bro. I do not have no voice. Like I have no control over my voice, bro. Like whatever happens in the booth, bro, happens. Whatever comes out that day happens. Yeah. I don't got no song that sound the same as the last song because my voice always sound different when I go in the booth, bro. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I've been doing music for since I was born, and I don't know how to control it, bro. Every time I go in there, I sing a song, sound like a different person. I rap a song, sound like a different person. But I don't care because I'm still the hardest. And I think it sounds good, too. Like It's not like you, there's ever been ones I've heard where it's like, uh, PJ could have done better on that one. I appreciate nah, it just that. works. I can't one take it though because like I mean I can't do multiple takes because when I get to the next one like it don't sound like the last one. So not a song sound completely off because mm-hmm. I ain't even sound like the song like oh, the person okay, I just sounded like fucking twenty seconds yeah. ago. You know what I'm saying? Like so if I do to... another take, it's not even gonna, like I'm gonna sound like fucking Travis Scott here and then Don Tolliver here and then yeah. Bryson Tiller here. It's just gonna be like a little you know weird. Yeah. So I can't say the same that. He said, because you send me a lot of songs, 
and I give you my honest feedback. You do. And there's sometimes I I'm not gonna say bash you, but there's been times I'm like, I'm not I'm just not rocking with this one. Listen, like, just, you always come back around, I ain't gonna lie. You always be like, damn, that song is it'll grow hard. on me eventually. That song is but like hard. my initial <laughs> thought, it's like Listen, there's a few I'm like, uh, I understand that. I every artist go through that. I'm gonna tell you for real though, I honestly don't record a song under a six. Like if I can say it's under a six, I'm not gonna record it. Just because like it's a waste of time. Yeah. How do you know? How do you know it's under a six though before uh, you record it? What if you record it and it comes out way better than you expected? Listen, I just don't tell anybody about those. Oh, you talking about it comes out better than expected? Yeah. Because oh. I'm sure you've done songs where it's like you do it and you're like, damn, this didn't sound as good as it did in my head when I was, you know, Oh, I thought you were it. saying it sounded better when it came no, out. No, I am. I'm saying oh. though, cause I'm saying you've probably done songs where you've been like, oh, like this didn't come out as good as I yeah, expected. Yeah, for sure. That's what I thought the question was But like was what more. if it comes out oh, better? better than it expected? Oh, I mean, great. Like, I, <laughs> like, I mean, like, listen, I'm not going to be surprised that I'm making greatness. Like if I'm telling you I'm not, like when, I rec- when I'm writing a song, I will stop writing if I don't think it's a, like par. Like if I don't think it's up to par, I will stop, throw it away, it'll sit there. So like if I really sat there and wrote down a chorus, a hook, you know, like a verse, a second verse, a third verse, like it was something. It was some shit. So like I I just trust it because I'm not wasting my time doing that. It's it's like in rap, bro, you only got so many years. You only got so many words, bro. You can't keep doing the same thing. Yeah. So if I keep recording trash songs, bro, wasting my – and I don't like to say the same thing. That's another thing. Yeah. I don't like to say the same thing I say or other people say. Mm-hmm. So, like, it get hard if you keep just writing and writing and writing and writing and writing and yeah. recording and recording and recording and recording because then I'll be like, bro, I already said that. Especially working and on I, I used I used yeah. it on a trash song. Like, I said that already, but I used it on a trash yeah. song. That's the next thing I kind of want to lead into is, like, do you ever get writer's block? And, like, how do you overcome that? Do I get writer's block? I feel like I have had writer's block in the past, but I don't consider it actual writer's block. I consider it, it being lazy. Is it more... Like you want to wait till you go through some things in life that can give you something to talk about because, like you said, you run out of things to say. So, like, do you wait until you go through like certain, you know, whatever, and then? Um, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I definitely understand what you're saying because that's like that's how I feel like you should appreciate music. Like when you go yeah. through stuff and you can, like, something that your, people can relate to. Like as you well. put your whole emotion in the yeah. stuff that you really went through. Like if I go put, talk about a Patek and you know you ain't never seen me with a Patek, it's not really gonna matter. But if you see me just break up with my ex and then I tell you the whole story behind it on Bobcat Bonnie's, you're gonna be like. All right, I understand. I remember that song. Like, my man just said, hey, damn, bro, I just ate at Bobcat Bonnie's, and it felt like the song. Yeah, I I saw that. I'm like, yeah, bro, like, it's a vibe, you know what I'm saying? So that does help, but I'll tell you, like, honestly, with me, bro, the music just come when it come. I'm not... I always talk like I'm one of them guys, bro, but it just comes to me one day. Like, I told you, I can't really do a song if it's trash. So, like, yeah. if the first verse asks, I'm done writing music for the day. Yeah. The thing, if I'm killing it, I'm going to keep going. The thing is, you make music for other people to relate to as well. Like, obviously, obviously you're going through some things, but the way you structure it, word it, however, other people can sit back and listen and be like, damn, like, yeah. I, I can relate and to that, even, you know what I mean? Yeah, e- that, like, like you just said, there were songs that, like, personally affected you uh, and like stuff that you were going that was going on in your life that people can pull like there were songs that I heard on World World that it may not have been the exact same situation but I felt it you feel it from other shit I didn't heard people tell me they didn't cry from the Warm World you yeah. know how crazy really? that is? more than one oh, more yeah. than three you told me they didn't cry to Warm World all those chicks you were talking about they're dudes <laughs> 
They're dudes. Not crying because they thought it was bad, right? No, they're just messing. Nah, crying because it just touched their soul, bro. They like, damn, bro. Like, I really feel worthless right now. And this yeah. song right here, like, is describing how I feel. Like, yeah. this girl just fucked me over, bro. She had me feeling like something, and now I don't feel like nothing. Nah, yeah. That's what the song's gonna do on there. That's what my catalog gonna do to you, Brian. Gonna live. You really go listen to it. It's a lot of, it's a lot of lines on there, Hell bro. Yeah. A lot of demons, bro. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. Dark catalog. We've gone Fun over. Though. We've gone over how you're versatile. Like I said, your breath control, all yeah. that. Uh, do you do you feel like you have like room for improvement? Or, like, what's your like biggest weakness? Like, you know. My biggest weakness is I don't have control of my voice. What do you mean? Like no, you said before, no control of my voice. Like, you I don't go. know what I'm gonna sound like ever. Like, <laughs> there are some ad libs you have on songs where you're just screaming. Bro, bro. <laughs> no, no day in life do I know what I'm gonna sound like on a song, or on a video, or nothing. Like, you just I, wing it and I just go hope for, it. for the best. Like, I know I'm gonna be. You know, it's Cusco, bro. Every time you hear me, but yeah. I'm saying, like, but like you were saying earlier, you just don't yeah. know. So that's my biggest thing. I would like to know. Like Miguel going to studio every day and know he gonna sound like Miguel. Like, you Travis know what I'm saying? Know what like, gonna sound you know like, what yeah. I mean? Like Drake going there and be like, I'm Drake. Mm-hmm. Like, I could do this. Like, you're versatile. I am versatile. My voice, like, I could be more voice versatile if I knew what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? So I would say my biggest weakness is that. And then the fact that I don't hone in on one sound also yeah. holds me back. Because there's, like, no niche for me. Like, there's no, like, sad boy niche for me. There's no duffel bag boy I sell coke niche for me. There's no, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. there's no fucking hype beast I wear, Rick Owens I wear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm just a fly, cool-ass nigga, bro. That's that's holding You're me real. back. That's holding me back. I need to stop being fly and cool. I need to start being dramatic and weird. If you had to choose one between, like, for the rest of your life, if you had to pick between... Rapping or like a melodic sound, which one you going with? That's a great question. I for the rest of my life. Yeah, like if you had to choose between one. Can I ask you like <coughs> follow up questions to that? Yeah, sure. All right, so I mean, listen, it's your episode. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah, whatever you want to do, gang. So Nas right is a really good rapper, right? Mm-hmm. He's still rapping like twenty five yeah. years, dropping very years good later. album, bro. Dropping three installments and then drop Magic too. Like I'm saying, four good albums in like two years. Yeah, but I'm saying though. He's he's only selling like 22k. That doesn't matter with a legacy like that, right? But I'm saying if I were to pick rapping, would I be able to still sustain like credibility? Like would people still be excited for when I drop? Because singers are a little different. No, I'm saying you have an audience for both. You just have the to choose which one to go for. Have like, the you, audience for both. To. Like I'm going to yeah, sustain like, you're it. You're going to you're going to succeed in both yeah. both levels. Which one are you choosing? That's a great question. I feel like I would pick rap because rap needs somebody. Rap doesn't have anybody. If I was going to be anything, I would want to be. First of all, I've been doing rap the longest. I only started trying to sing like the last five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like if I were to do anything, I would want to be that guy for rap, the one that's going to take over to be the next Wayne or something. I was just talking about that with some buddies that like the music industry is just missing. Like there needs to be someone new. There Someone, needs to be a guy, bro. That's what I'm listening saying. To the like, same like we guys got some guys though, but like we don't got them guys. Yeah. Like we got some guys, but the game changed to where the like the guys are like, wa- like they're not washed, but they're watering us down. Like our guys drop 800 songs a year, yeah. so it's like we're kind of like, all right, we need new guys. So like, you know what I'm saying? Pause. Back, <laughs> like I'm saying though. Back to what you were saying with the R&B and the rap. I feel like R and B. If you're if you're focusing on that, like the way you could have thought about it, like R and B. If you're just focused on an R and B, it's a very specific like 
it's usually about a lot of the same stuff. If you do rap, you could do sad rap. You can do hype rap. That's you can, another you thing. Can, you, you can dress. Right. But with uh, uh, what was the last topic we were just talking about? Uh, uh, someone needing to be the guy. Yeah. 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 I feel like guys a lot of the times will start making music and they'll have like an album, like a uh, I don't want to hoe anybody, but like a little Tekka for example. Like he had a he had a streak in for like a good year or two where he was one of the most like talked about guys and now yeah. recently he's kind of died down a little yeah died down a little he still bit. drops some heat though. Fetty Wap I got a few songs Fetty Wap I mean Fetty Wap I wish Wap the best it. of Fetty Wap yeah me too but like he had like a good two year span where he was as big as anybody and he kind of slowly went down so like I feel like now in music a lot of the times it's like a lot of people are uh, uh sp- what's the uh, spark in the pan what's that saying I have no idea. It's what you're like a. About. It's like <laughs> f- they'll be hot for a second. All right. They'll be let's hot for. Let's go from there. Yeah, I get you. But the reason that is is because nobody listens to the same song. Yeah, music has evolved so much. Oh, one hundred percent. Like your favorite artist is not Nate's favorite artist. No, yeah. Nate's favorite artist is not my favorite artist, and we might all know the same favorite guys, bro. But like his top five albums is not my top five. No, yeah. Top five. But back in the day, it sort of used to be like a thing. Like, yeah. like when Culture came out, we like, damn, Culture top five, the old world. Like, if you're reading this, it's too late came out, we're like, damn, top I five. I appreciate you, you know so much for saying that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Though? Like, when them, when them albums come out, like when Birds in the Trap, when Astro mm-hmm. World, when yeah. them shits come out, we like, top five in the whole yeah. world. Guys don't got that no more. Like, we could have half the world saying a little baby album fired and the other half, like, mid. And they just saying mid because they want to be mean. Yeah. It's because rap has just became so oversaturated. Like, people don't even be fans of it no more. Yeah. They just want to talk about the lifestyle. I think people more, like, the audience, like, the fans, I think they care more about beats than they do lyrics nowadays. I think they care more about lifestyles than they care about any of it. I feel like they're more... Social media plays a huge part. I feel like they care more about who's fucking who than they care about who's fucking on the sand. And yeah. who's fucking chopping up the beats and who's fucking mixing the engineering and shit. Yeah. I feel like people care more about who's in the video laying on you on the motorcycle than, you know. They don't care about you being real, mm-hmm. pouring out raw emotion. That's fine, though. Like, music's always been like that, you know what I mean? We yeah. had Madonna, we had Beyonce, we had Nicki, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Sex symbols. We didn't have people do, you know, different stuff where you don't gotta be just the most. And I'm, you know, that's great music, but I, I wasn't trying to get to that. I was just trying to say, like, it's just too many bots, really. Yeah. That's all it is. I agree. People can't appreciate music no more. Yeah. That's all it is. Like, you get something, and then it's like the next week we already got something else. Yeah. People trying to put on for the bots. I feel like the industry of music is so quick to push people to the top. And then once the people get to the top, it's very hard for them to stay. It's like everyone's so quick to get you to the top, and then once you get there, they, they don't tell see you what to you do. Fall, yeah. bro. They want to see you fall, bro. It's all haters. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Like, they really, they will love you until you, like, mess up one time, yeah. and then they hate you. Like, then it's over for you. Yeah. Then, like, we've seen that shit happen live with the baby, which is fine. I understand that situation. No, yeah. Like, I'm not trying to make it seem like nothing, but I'm saying he was He the was best. up there, like, yeah. I, like, I mean, like, they call him the best rapper alive for 2019. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of 2020, bro, I seen them he talking about, gone, bro, he yeah. was handing out tickets at the, the hotel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he had three number one albums back to People want to so like, see you lose. Yeah. They want to see you win so they can see you lose. Bro. Yeah. The thing that's crazy, too, is like when people do reach that certain status, they get comfortable. They get satisfied. That's you know true what I too. mean? Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't still have that same hunger because they got it. They got what they want. 
but they don't know how fast it can just like. That's what I think happened with the baby too. And the music industry, bro, that, is yeah. also just not what it seemed to be. Also, like yeah. they do, they do hold a lot of people. They mm-hmm. do put a lot of people on the show. They do not tell a lot of people what kind of business endeavors they're getting into. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. That fucks with your mental a little bit. It does change a lot for the artists. I've been studying this a long time. It's it's a lot of shit that go on, bro. Yeah. But. You can never really call it what's going on. No, I agree. The, yeah. the, guy, the game needs a guy, though. And if to answer the question in the long run, bro, like, if I were to have something, I would want to be the top rapper. Like, I, I want to be that I guy hope you for, do like, too. the long run. The answer might be too. who ate Cusco. Yeah, that would, be the, yeah. that would be what I would want. Like I told Chance. Like I told Chance. Always be hungry. Never be satisfied. I don't think I could ever Remember do that. that. I don't think but I could ever. There's a that's, that's free game right there. There's some, to look, go into the next thing, there was one one of these questions that, I really wanted to ask you if you had to pick anybody. I would say alive, don't do dead, but alive collab album. Who are you picking? Collab album, yeah, Johnson, Drake and Future, Drake uh-huh. and Twenty One type type album. Little like, baby, you, you gonna pick can I pick more than one person? Like, can I say Juan and then say somebody else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, so, obviously the answer is like Juan. All right, so like, Juan you guys, Donovan yeah, for sure. Yeah, like that's yeah. who I want to do a collab album with, just because like, bro, we ain't never missed like never. Ever. Shout out Juan. Eight years of doing music with this nigga, we ain't never missed on a freestyle, on a song, on if, if you had to pick a big, no, no, I know, I got that. Yeah. No, I understood that. Oh, I understood, no, I understood yeah, the yeah, question. Yeah, I just yeah. had to give that out there first. Like that would be the Shout one. Out you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I'm just saying like that would be the. I had to ask the question like, yeah. can I do this and that? But no, my guy would probably be. Is it? Could I pick a producer? Chance did the same exact thing. Bro, he I, did. I'm talking, you got to rap. Like, you got to go back and forth, bar what, for bar. Bar, with bar, for bar yeah. for like, bar. You guys are like, it's like a friendly competition to an extent. I would want to do, fuck. I would want to rap with a guy like, one ever, fuck. I want to do <laughs> like. got to be alive, though. It would be Jay-Z because, listen, niggas would be like, why is <laughs> 55-year-old so Jay-Z rapping with 22-year-old Cusco? I'm and so the thing glad. That'd be tough. Like, I love Jay Z, but like I'm not trying to say I could go bar for bar for Jay Z, but I'm not gonna sleep on the album. Like you gonna listen to me, like like all right, this is the guy. Like yeah. this is the one they about to start dick sucking me. He after one this of them album. ones, yeah. Like cause, and it's gonna combine generations. That's why I would do that one. You'd reach a that's lot of different. That's the top guy. Yeah, like that's who I could get to the, to mark everything. Like that album could be the middle of generations. Mm-hmm. You would reach a lot of different audiences. With that's that, the too. point. That's the point. To be honest, that's not where I thought you were gonna go. I just I was trying to think like logically, like what would be the biggest mm-hmm. collab album I could do, and that would be the one because like yeah. Drake would be cool, but he already has two. Hov has one with Kanye West. Bro, this nigga Hove got three collab albums. I'm sorry, bro. He, we gonna have, the, I'm gonna have the fourth one. We gonna bridge the gap, yo. We gonna change the game. But I'm saying like that one would bridge a gap between but, generations. Bro, just like, the, just even what you just said. He has two collab albums, one with Kanye West and then one with Who Ate Cusco. It would bring, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're right. Like, like it would just bring the generations like, together right. on some crazy that's, shit. That's the one I would have you to go with. You did say you wanted to have a, like, you know, you said, uh, can I pick a producer? Yeah. Who, who would you want to produce with the Jay-Z in your mm-hmm. own? <sighs> See, damn, that's hard, though. Because you got to think of how Jay-Z could work with whatever producer you're boy. Ooh, yeah. Hit Boy is the smartest guy to go you with. Jay Z and Hit Boy. <laughs> like, oh my god. Like, Hit Boy oh is god. the guy. Like, shout out Jay Z. He's shout on the wall too. Jay Z up on the wall. Jay Z's in my top five. Jay Z's in my top. Jay Z one of the ghosts. No listen, cap. bro. But Hit Boy, bro. Like that's a guy. If you're talking about bridging the gap between generations, he gonna do it for you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he, that's gonna put the album together for real. Yeah. Question you've been waiting for. Five dinner guests, dead or alive. Oh, we've five had this conversation. It doesn't have to be an alive. artist. It can be any, any like celebrity, any guests. whoever. Yeah. It right. could be 
anyone in it's your family, me, whatever. It's me, you, Siren, Devin, and Juan. That could we happen all today. At, we all at fucking, we at fucking Benihana. We eating goddamn <laughs> Some good shit. McDonald's. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. give, me, give, me the real, give me the real answer, bro. Give me the real answer. No, bro. my real answer, dead or alive, top five people I'm having at my dinner table. We going to have Charlie Sheen. Why? Oh, yeah, you have to explain that I look that up one. to Charlie Sheen. Oh, okay. Uh, if you've ever seen Two and a Half Men, bro, that oh, what a show. beat a bitch. Every, he was fucking bitches Great every show. episode. That's what I'm trying it's to get into. Probably fucking bitches a lot in real life, too. He, I think he got AIDS. That's I love what Charlie I'm saying. Sheen. If, if like, I'm not even playing. I think he really got like HIV or something. I love Charlie no, Sheen. No, he does. He yeah. does. Oh, I'm sorry. I yeah. love you, though. If you're referring to Charlie Sheen, I really hope it's Two and a Half Men Charlie yeah. Sheen. Because there's some other Charlie Sheens that. Anger know. Management. <laughs> Anger Management is good, too. He's pretty much just Two and a Half Charlie Sheen, but like. 55, like, yeah. yeah, but no, nah, it'd be Charlie Sheen. Two and a half men is a great show, though. Yeah, yeah. That, I was that shit every mm-hmm. night, no fake, up there with Malcolm in the Middle. But we got Charlie Sheen. Yep. I want 2023 Kanye West at the dinner table. Oh, wow. Yes. I want to see. <laughs> That's controversial. 2023, though. Like, not this year. I want to see what next year Kanye West has to oh, say. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I want to see. It what could change. I, yeah, <laughs> we'll see what happens. I want to see what he has to say at dinner. Um. Wow. I would want. Motherfucker, we gotta put a baddie there. Hold, Hold on, on, though, just real quick. Charlie Sheen and Kanye West sitting <laughs> at the dinner table. Dream blow oh my god, right? that, like, you're in for a good, bro, like, a good time. Like, I just want to be there. I don't have to <laughs> sit right. at the table. All right, uh, I'm gonna put Big Meech. Okay. BMF. I'm gonna put Big Meech at the table. I want to hear what that was like. I even though I've seen all the shows, I want to hear what it was like. Free Big Meech. Uh. I'm going to put John Cena at the table. Respect for that one. <laughs> and then for the last one, I'm either going to go Justin Bieber or Lil Wayne. Because right. right. both of them were superstars in the new phone era. Like, them yeah. the biggest superstars in both lanes I didn't see in this new age era. Like, Michael Jackson had it. And mm-hmm. obviously, if I had another person, obviously, I would say him. But I've been dick-sucking this nigga my whole career. So, I got to keep going pause. You might as well uh, take Jay-Z with you, too. Because would you rather have the 500K or dinner with Jay-Z? <laughs> Listen, bro, you know, it's crazy. You said I've been waiting for this question, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, when I was at work earlier, I was thinking about the dinner with Jay-Z for or the 500K. I was like... <laughs> I was thinking about if I would have Jay Z at the dinner table, and then I was Screw like, "Let's just make an album together." I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah we'll for make real. more than five hundred yeah, k We're just gonna call <laughs> Hit Boy, and we're gonna make like yeah. some heat, billion. yeah. But yeah, I think them would be my five: Charlie Sheen, two thousand twenty-three, Kanye West. I didn't pick a baddie, but we are gonna go with motherfucker. Who else did I pick? Big Lil Meech. Wayne. Oh, Big Meech, Lil yeah. Wayne, Meech Justin Bieber. Bieber. Yeah, that's your five. You don't want a baddie right. there. There was one more. No, you had five. Oh, I thought he had someone different after Big Meat. No. Uh, John Cena. John Cena. Yeah. John Cena. Yeah. Yeah. But, hey, you yeah. can't see him there, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, you could have six. Because he's yeah, not there. Right. Time we're, doing this. <laughs> we're here. All right, if you had to choose a favorite album with no skips, start to finish, you can listen to the whole thing. What's your favorite album? Either Trap Soul by Bryson Tiller. Great answer. Worm World by Jue Cusco. Can't say the same <laughs> shit. Uh, <laughs> You said no skips, like no, I'm not yeah, no yeah. skips, no song. I'm playing. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna play "Swimming" by Mac Miller. Uh, that was another one. Chance said too. No yeah. skips, bro. Astro World by Travis Scott. That's a great uh, album. That's up there for me too. You said one. So I'm just no, those yeah. are all good though. I just, I just left yeah. it at that. All right, if you had a gun to your head, getting you held hostage, every single lyric, you gotta you, like, you have to uh, keep your life by singing every single lyric to a song. What song are you? 
are you going to sing? And it can't be one of your own because Chance tried that. Chance and I'm not goes short and sweet. No <laughs> They're going to put the gun in my head. I'm going to say, shout out my label, that's me. I'm in this bitch with TV. Freestyle, I'm baby. I'm in this bitch with Portray. <laughs> like, You're staying alive. You're staying alive. You're staying alive. All right, uh, where do you see yourself in uh, 10 years? Yeah, the feds. Come on, man. <laughs> Talking about the industry needs a guy, and he's like, nah, bro, I'm gonna be in jail. He didn't even shit. think. He bro, just goes to the fest. Before <laughs> we go any further, mm-hmm. free my granddad, Young Thug, okay? Yeah, granddad. free Thug. Young Thug, bro. Free fucking Thug. thug. Free YSL, bro. All the niggas that took the plea, they cool, but think. Free Young Thug. Thug changed the game, man. Free Young Thug. They just got gunner out, didn't they? Once, he just yeah, got out. For yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. I ain't, well, let's not talk about that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, yeah. Just, let's just leave it I'm to the I'm just saying, I didn't know shit. for sure, but let's that's what I was Let's leave it to the blogs. They, they released a lot of niggas, but mm-hmm. I had to say Free YSL. I had to say Free fucking Thug because one of my rap names was Young Thug, retarded cousin. He had a big influence on my career. So before we even keep going... Free thug. Between that, I feel like we need to talk Kanye about that answer. For a second. <laughs> we might be getting canceled episode too. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. But nah, he's, free, he's thinking about his answers <laughs> right now. <laughs> listen, I, listen. Let me tell you, I only brought 2023 Kanye because he been through a lot, bro. Yeah. Y'all talking about a dinner table? I like to talk to folks. I want to hear what the fuck y'all been through. Like you I just said. went through a lot of trauma. You just lost nigga. Six hundred million dollars. You're not 75% a Seventy-five percent no of his yeah. net worth. Seventy-five percent oh of his net worth. The Yeezys I got right now, bro. They one fifty, bro. The the four fifties is one fifty. Them bitches used to be seven eight hundred, bro. If they're DS, I want to hear about it, bro. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear what Kanye West mm-hmm. got to say. And young thug retarded cousin. I'm sorry. It was 2015. I was a big Tyler Creator fan. <laughs> I was trying to find some controversial and smart at the same time. Young Thug was my favorite rapper. I'm sorry. That's why. That's why I did that. <laughs> I don't like using the R word no more. Ago. It was a minute I'm sorry. Ago. 2015, Tyler Creator. Yeah, Think about it. Yeah. Our future. Think about it. Clear uh-huh. the air real quick. Tyler Creator would do some shit like that. Definitely. You got any uh, shout outs you want to give? Any social media <laughs> handles? You know you can find me at Hue Cusco on everything, man. Mm, it's a big question. Right Y'all ain't gonna never find out Hue Cusco, but you can follow me on there and try right. to find it out. It'll pop right, up right, right over there. Yeah. Hue Cusco. Um, shout out FFA. Shout out TAC. Shout out my media guy. Shout out shit. Uh, Everybody that inspired me, I ain't say nobody names for real, but shout out everybody that inspired me. Shout out the hood. Shout out the burbs. Shout out the baddies. You. Shout out the hoes. Shout out. I want to say the supporters, but people don't be commenting on my stuff, man. Comment on my don't shit. Don't run bro. up the comments on this guy's Instagram. Shout, out, shout out the folks, though. If you, I do appreciate the people that DM me and that been keeping up with me for a long time, bro. I've been making music for shit. I, like I said, nigga, 30 years. So people that constantly tap in, people that let me know they listening, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. My name is Hue Cusco, bro. I'm from Inkster, Michigan. Thank y'all for having me on. Yeah, this. I appreciate of course, you coming bro. out. Appreciate you coming out for sure. Yeah. But uh, before we send you off, I just want to give you your flowers. You know, uh, keep putting on, keep doing your thing. Like I said, always be hungry, never be satisfied. I'm excited to see what the future holds for you. 100%. Shout out to the guys of the TAC podcast. And Appreciate that, PJ. Shout out Cyrus. It's, shout out Devin. Shout it's out deeper Nate. than the music, Nate, man. It's deeper shout out my music. guys, man. Yeah. I ain't playing with these niggas. 2023, what we on? We on the run, man. Shout out my nigga Chance, man. Yeah, facts. <laughs> Two six. But nah, I just want to let you know, man. You're, my, you're a good friend of mine, man. Brother to me. My brother. Uh, it's deeper than the music. So, 
Yeah, and uh, I wish nothing but the best for you moving forward. You so right. I yeah, want to let you know that we're going crazy, are we not? Facts, yeah. And for me, you're still one of my favorite features I've ever gotten on my track. Boy. Of course, we ain't even get into that. I we know, yeah, it's been we a minute. It's been a minute, my boy. Yeah, sure but yeah, keep know. going, man. Last album was awesome. I can't wait here. Wait to hear the next shit that comes out. Uh, me either. To shout out a couple people, uh, shout out my sister yep. for painting those. Uh, shout, shout out, to shout out to Centaur Slots yep. and Amusement. Shout out for uh, making this whole podcast possible. Uh, shout out Rare Image for helping shout us with Rare all of this. Shout out my Chance God. for allowing us to start this podcast. You know, uh, two six. Yeah, it's come been a great episode. Come book a session at Take a Chance. Hell yeah, that's a uh, play tomorrow. All his socials will appear. All his socials gonna appear yep. too. Jue Cusco. Yes, sir. Uh, all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So before we shout sign off, before we sign off, I want y'all to. Like, comment, subscribe, go follow us on whatever, and uh, we'll see you guys next Sunday. Let's get into this uh, blue wall. We will.